Blunt with Montel, and that's what we're all going to do, is be blunt. I'm joined by Riley Cote, former NHL player. Yes. And Marvin Washington, former National Football League player. Thank you guys so much for being here. Let's talk a little bit about the importance of cannabinoids in sports. Well, for me, it, it, it hits home because I want it to be an alternative to the opiates that uh, football players start taking as, as early as, as high school, and then they get in an opiate regimen or routine in, in, in college, and then by the time they get to the NFL, it's uh, yeah, it's candy. And then you take guys, whether their career is three or four years or five years or 11 years like mine, and if you're on that opiate regimen from July to 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 January, February, it's hard to cut off. And so the NFL has two issues. It has the head issues with CTE, but the other issue they have is opiate addiction of their former players. There's 20,000 of us. We're four times more likely to abuse opiates in general society, but we know what's happening with general society with opiates. And but we really gotta, gotta hit home when it comes to professional athletes because, you know, opioids are the regimen of choice for the doctors. You have doctors who are being yelled at by the coaches, I need him back on the field, and give him another pill. Give him another pill. Give him another pill. I mean, so for anybody to question why you have been addicted, I mean, what was your experience like? And what was yours? Yeah, well, I seen the dark side of, uh, of the sports industry, well, just the way they manage paint and, and the daily grind of uh, sports performance. So that was really the reason I got into the cannabis space is my personal experience with cannabis and how it helped me while I was playing as well as when I transitioned to the you know the real world. But uh, you know, seeing my fellow colleagues and, and peers struggle with substance abuse, whether it's an opioid or alcohol or sleeping pill for that matter, uh, it, it's real. And uh, like you said, uh, this is what's passed on to the players from the, the medical staff. It, it is an opioid or a sleeping pill or muscle relaxer. So we want to change that model uh, to cannabinoids. I mean, we, we see that they can help with the recovery process on so many different levels, and we're just going to keep this conversation going through the sports platform. I recently did a show with uh, Dr. Oz and some doctors from you know multiple universities in the in the New York area that have now clearly stated that they see cannabinoids as an exit drug exactly. to opioid addiction. Has that been your experience? Uh, it, it's coming around. You know, we still have to keep educating because when we speaking at these conferences or speaking amongst each other, we're preaching to the choir. Sure. Only 10% of the country knows the difference between THC and CBD, and we have to keep hammering and, and telling our friends and, and professions and getting into universities, because there's no medical schools that teach you about the endocannabinoid system. There's no medical school that teaches that a cannabinoid is a neuroprotectant and an antioxidant for the brain in relationship to concussion. So we got to keep this thing going. Uh, it started in 2014 with Colorado, and Oregon coming on board, that was five years ago. Mm -hmm. That's like the Wright brothers <coughs> taking off the kitty hop. Sure, still pushing that wooden plane down. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, you know, when you speak to other athletes, though, are you starting to get a sense that they're starting to understand? Yeah, they are. And, you know, going back to when I was playing, uh, a lot of guys just use dry flower cannabis without any manual or, you know, information, science. And now there's a whole other world of cannabinoid therapies and products. So the information, the education's out there. So these, these athletes are spending a lot of time and resources in recovery 
and staying healthy and, and the long-term preventing injury. So they're leaning on these, you know, non-intoxicating cannabinoids like CBD and the rest of them. But, uh, you know, I, I would like to think that most athletes are on some sort of cannabis-based product, uh, you know, with one shape or another. Especially when it comes to contact sports. I've been seeing myself recently around the country, especially guys who are in MMA, boxers and mm-hmm. others, yep. are actually using cannabis a lot in between their fights, in between their training, yep. because they recognize there's a neuroprotective quality and neuroprotective capability among cannabis. But it also helps out with pain management. Sure. And like Riley and I, you know, he's a little younger than I am, but you know, these guys have all the information at the at the end of their fingertips, sure. and they are educated. I was with a couple of professional football players back, back in December, and I wanted to give them some CBD. They already had my product. Guys are looking to for an alternative that doesn't have a long-term effect on their health, that's non-toxic, non-addictive. It's going to do the same thing as uh, an Indocent. It's going to do the same thing as a Percocet. It's going to do the same thing as the benzodiazepines that they give you. You know, Because we recognize that all those that you just named were never meant to be long-term pain-relieving agents. Never meant to be, never studied for. There's no research that backs it up. Yet, we live in a country, in a society where doctors will promote the use of that and then turn around and claim that cannabis hasn't been tested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, let me say this, with, uh, with, with, with the, the pain pills and things like that, if I break my finger or break my leg or anything, yeah, I'm going to want a pain pill, sure. you know, for acute pain. But over uh, two weeks, three weeks, a month, you know, four months, five months, there's no way in heck they should be doing this. And we just want to get the players an alternative, a natural alternative that uh, is going to do the same thing that the opiates are doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, you're on the board of a really, I think, exciting organization. It's called Athletes for Care. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, it's an organization that we started. Raleigh's on the board, also one of the co-founders. And we started out about three and a half, four years ago because we didn't have a dedicated marketplace for athletes that were coming in. And at the time, there was a handful of us. But we want we wanted to we knew that there was going to be strength in numbers, so we wanted to have a place where athletes can come, get educated about this plant and what it does for the body, because there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And I think we started with a handful, and now we have over 100, 150 from you know from all the four major leagues to rugby players to distance runners to uh, skateboarders and everybody. So now they know there's a place for them to come and get educated and learn about, you know, the medicinal benefits of this wonderful plant. Why don't you go give us a direct plug? Where does people go to find out more information? Yeah, it's athletesforcare.org. Uh, you can learn more. We have about a bunch of layers to our company, uh, just really uh, the immediate healing tool of cannabis, but um, opportunity as it creates opportunity, investment opportunity. But uh, the, big, the big thing we want to stress is that this isn't selfishly about athletes. This is for the better good of all people. So using the, the sports platform to engage in research initiatives and uh, spread the gospel. Thank you, guys. No problem. Are you dealing with best life burnout, constantly striving for more, and quite frankly, over it? Maybe you just want more joy, peace, and laughter in your life now. Well, then let's go. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Hot Happy Mess, hosted by me, your girl, Zuri Hall. We are celebrating our magic in the middle of life's messes. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Listen to the Hot Happy Mess podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.